Welcome to Rollfair, a D&D podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. I am, oh gosh, I am off tonight. As always, we will introduce ourselves. I am Devin the Dungeon Master. <laughs> and I'm Ryan playing Alton the Tiefling. Brad playing Art and the Wizard. I'm Kayla. Kayla, yep, that's that's me. Playing Kaiji, the Tabaxi Pirate. I'm Austin playing Sheru the Tortle. I'm Ben playing Reyna the Human Ranger. I'm Sarah, I'm playing Asar the Fire Genasi Sorcerer. Excellent. Last time on Rollbear. <laughs> um, the party has been traveling through the Dulnaka uh, Hills uh, in the Kutaka Downs. They are on the search for something dangerous in this area. What? Sorry. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they have found some shepherds who have given them some information about possibly some sort of winged creature and um, some halfling gnome-sized creatures that may be prowling the areas. We're, we're not 100% sure, but they have some sheep and some goats go missing. Party also saw some a humanoid creature with yellow eyes during one of their watches. So we are picking up with the party searching for some herdsmen and the sons of the shepherd um, who've go, gone looking for these lost sheep and goats. So, I believe Rainer is leading the group at this point? Yes. Okay. Go ahead and make uh, a survival check with advantage. Guidance. Counterspell. What the heck? <laughs> That'd be so funny. Sound guidance. <laughs> well, 25. Guidance. Okay, you pick up the trail very easily. Um, in fact, just with how clear the marks are on on what you find, you're able to to very quickly find the direction that they headed. Um, and it's northwest, or excuse me, northeast. Um, and. Uh, the path winds through. The, the hills get more rugged and more more difficult to traverse, but you're able to, to easily see where they went. You see the, the tracks of some sheep and some goats. Um, you even pick up some tracks of... Go ahead and make a nature check for me for this one. I'll give you an advantage, too. Uh, no, I mean... It's all right. Can't get any better than that. Okay. Uh, 25. Okay. Um, you recognize these tracks as dwarvish, and they are very much older than um, the herdsmen. And it's just one set. Um, hmm. They're about the same age as the sheep tracks. Interesting. Are there... Sheru, are there dwarves that live in the area? Would you know? Um, I mean, yes. There's a couple of dwarves in some of the towns. We're also pretty close to the Aka, A- Ashkaki. Ashkaki Canyons, where many dwarves make their home. Yeah. Go ahead and make a history check. Okay. I scared myself. I always forget to guide myself. Um, history... So that's a total of 25, no, 23. High, high, it's high. Okay, Um, (laughs) you know that when the dwarves 
first came from the north. They, they migrated into Salix. They're not natives of here. Um, the Kutaka Downs is where they first settled. Um, so this was very much a dwarf home for a very long time before they moved to the Ashkaki Canyons. Um, but many dwarves still live here. Okay. Um, so yeah, there's, there's many dwarves in the area. Okay, so that would explain the dwarf tracks. Um, <clears throat> they kind of seem to be going about the same direction as the sheep tracks and the herders, though uh, the dwarfs and the sheep, the dwarf and the sheep uh, pass through a bit earlier. Um, I'm wondering if there's a connection with that. I well, if I have to choose between dwarven bandits and mysterious winged creature, I'd rather fight dwarven bandits. <laughs> uh, yes, I'd probably fight dwarven bandits too. I've actually encountered, uh, I would suppose, to be uh, imps, considering the uh, description that they have given us. Uh, we actually met a, I met a couple of them when I pulled the sar out of that cave uh, before we met you. However, a mysterious winged creature sounds exciting to me. Yes, and no, they're actually quite horrifying. I will <laughs> say the last mysterious winged yes, creature we that, met. That's... Oh, we did. Mm-hmm. I forgot. With we the did. Gnolls and the goblins. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, oh, yes. No. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, I completely forgot about that one. Well, that was easy too. <laughs> That's the problem. They are the the shepherds were talking about a large number of sheep that have uh, unexpectedly large count of sheep that went missing. Which and means unexpectedly large count. All, I, all I'm saying is that an an imp or two probably would have a hard time getting that much. What what, what does an imp? Do does it serve a higher master? Um, usually imps aren't there, kind of running their their own show. I'll just I'll just say that they usually. So the, the, they usually company something meaner. Yes. Well, what do they want with sheep? Food. Food source. Everything gets hungry at some point, but uh, it just sounds to me like there might be <laughs> quite a few of them. So keep your eyes out. I, I'm honestly surprised they've stayed hidden, but it does sound like they have been having an issue along this road for a while now. So well, let's, let's go find them. Yes. I mean, we're on the trail right now for where the sheep went, so keep following it, and I'm sure that uh, we'll run into trouble sooner or later. So you guys continue on this path. Um, you travel for... I'm still trying to draw. I'd say... Okay, that's your next drawing. I'd say the majority of the day, like six hours um, on on this path. Um, You make very good time. Um, And it's getting close to to dark. And Rainer, I want you to make a perception check. Guys, it's... <laughs> Advantage is oh, double guidance. Sure you too, um, that one's not going to be as good. That's a thirteen. Okay. Um, that was with advantage. Yes. Okay. So 
you're looking around and you get the impression that there was an uh, uh, an increase in pace. Um, you also see different tracks. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Make a survival check. You, you notice some tracks with your perception check, but make a survival check real quick. You get <laughs> also guidance. Okay. <laughs> you get advantage on this too. Oh, that's a d12, not a d20. <laughs> okay, so that one... 20. 20? Okay. So, you, you, you picked up some tracks. Um, you you noticed what looked to be the signs of increased pace, almost like uh, uh, something was being chased or, or chasing something. Um, and you also see different tracks than you saw before. Not dwarvish. Um, you have seen similar tracks before. And these appear to be goblins. Um, and as you follow these tracks, you come upon a very gory scene of these herdsmen lying in their blood. And you see one that is still struggling for breath. I saw, I saw. Spare the dying. Firebolt. Spare the dying. He, he, he's alive. Oh. He's, well, I guess technically he is dying. So, okay, great. Spare the dying. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, I go running up stable. with her to, yeah. you know, just... Instant reaction. <laughs> okay. Take out my water skin, start okay. giving him a little bit to drink. So, so... You see him, his breath, he, it was coming in, in in a shudder, you know, just blood all over his, his shepherd's garment. Um, and he, his breath, breath um, catches a little bit, Malira comes up, casts uh, Cure Wounds, and you see him, the, the, the wounds around him start to heal. Um, he had like a, a big gash in his head. Um, and he, he opens his eyes and he says, Oh, thank the gods. Um, we're not the gods, but uh, we're definitely here to help. And as you look at him, he has a very similar look to Tomis. Um, and uh, he, he appears to be about 16 years old. Um, and, um, very large for his age, probably like six foot. Um, and, uh, he says, I, I thought I was going to, to die, but, and he looks around and sees all the, the carnage around him. And you see him begin to weep and crawl over to one body. Um, and he, he cries, Brother, please no. Can I do a check to see how long the brother's been dead? Sure. Any type of check? Just medicine? Um, I, I'd say probably medicine. Well, I rolled in that one, so five. Okay. Oh. Um, how, how long ago did this fighting take place? I, I don't remember. 
What happened? Who attacked you? Some sort of small beasts. They had yellow skin and some were kind of a yellowish green, yellow eyes. Okay, I think we know. We which found way. we we found the sheep. We confronted them, and you know we we were trying to we were trying to keep it from getting out of hand, but but then they're just I don't know who threw the first first blow, but we just started fighting, and they didn't stop. How many were there? I don't know. More than you. Maybe uh, there must have been. And he's still just weeping, and says, "You just give me a minute." And you know, he just cries for a while. You know, he'd probably sit there an hour or two as he's kind of trying to compose himself. And, um, you know, one thing you you would have noticed: these wounds are not fresh exactly. Um, they've been. They've definitely been here a while, so like a repentant fire or something would not work. How many bodies total are there? So it's him and his brother, and then like how many other? There's a, a dozen at least. Oh wow! So that many people mm-hmm. specifically? Are there any other corpses of like you know these imps or goblins or whatever? None. Hmm. Well, that's not a good sign. I that either means they're good and didn't lose any or they have magic that keeps them from losing any or what else I'm gonna go on uh, numbers sometimes yeah, sometimes ambush, you just have so, yes you have so much coming think of how it was when we uh, you know ran into that group of the, the goblins and uh, that big kind of whatever that was Bar-goblin. <laughs> well, I mean, as as a as a player, I know it was a bar guest, but we had never actually seen anything like that before. So, um, that that bigger creature that we ran into, but uh, if you recall, as we they kind of uh, ambushed us a little a little before that uh, when we were on our way through some of the the canyons around there, and then. So it, it seems to be their tactic. Ambush in numbers. I'd imagine they did the same here. And in those cases, sometimes there's not much you can do. Well, yeah, but if he's right, there was no ambush. They just simply outnumber them or outskill them. It could have been a diversion. They said that they saw some of these creatures, uh, tried to kind of keep them at bay, you know, and could have been a di- diversion, and uh, before they knew it, they were led right in, right to where they needed to be. Are there any blood trails around? Make a survival check. Oh, yeah. I've got that skill. Guidance! guidance. <laughs> Double guidance. It won't really <clears throat> Hey, it's a more. Uh, 15 total. Okay. You, you pick up some blood trails that head further into the northeast. Maybe I'll just become a ranger. <laughs> well, you got a good teacher. Do I? No, I'm kidding. I believe you. Uh, here's an idea. Uh, we have Krog load up the, the brothers and head back to their father. And uh, we c- 
continue further in, potentially. Do we really want to venture further in without Krog? Um, do we want to travel further in with uh, a dead body and his living brother? Not to mention, do we want to send Krog back to the father like this? Right. He didn't trust him when he wasn't carrying his dead son. You also see, as you guys have been chatting, Krog has actually been gathering the bodies and stones and laying them over these dead hermits. I mean, might honestly be the best chance they have at a burial. Um, so is this, this blood trial, though, is this another shepherd, or is this... All I'm saying is that uh, whatever caused this probably is not going to stop uh, unless it is stopped, and judging by the scene here, I would say... Um, well, it's like at least they managed to hurt one of them. Yeah, yeah we need to... We need to do something about this. No idea. Do one of you headcase people have that mind talk thing? We could... Not prepared. Gordovan had it. Did, didn't you have something like that, Arden? I, uh, I can do a short one, but... Mm, but not the long one. Not the long one. Alright. Uh, well. A far one. <clears throat> We may have to just leave them here and come back. Let's go. Uh, Melora, um, maybe you could help escort them back. We could we could scout ahead and then we can. She, she's like, I, I can do that and and can make it back, probably by day after tomorrow. Um, But. you you see uh it's sorry i didn't actually give you his name his uh his name is uh malaril um he speaks up i i'm not going back i'm going to avenge my brother and my friends perception check just physically is he okay Uh, do an insight. Do an insight. Okay. Medicine check would be more. F- you'd probably want a medicine, medicine check for like physically healthy. Yeah, I just want to make sure he's not, you know, missing a limb. Well, and how much was he so, actually healed? Uh, or healed roll? Because like, a he was healed five dying. Okay. Yeah, eighteen to just see if he's in physical fighting condition. I mean, he, he's <laughs> definitely banged up. But the magic did wonders, and you know, with maybe a little bit more, he'd be he'd be fine. Well, if you're gonna come with us, this is. I don't blame you, and then I'm gonna ca- I'm gonna take ten minutes, kind of chanting and cast ceremony, and cast coming of age on him. Okay. Um. So the next twenty-four hours, when he makes a ability check, he can add a D four. Do they have any weapons around aside from, you know, shepherds, crooks, and stuff? Uh, not really. I mean, the slings, stones. Um, hey, Sam, you ever used a a bow before? You. Uh, I 
I, I'm really just familiar with my my crook here and my sling. Um, but I get the impression that he is kind of a person of strength more than dexterity. He's very muscular, uh, very similar, similarly built to his, excuse me, to his father. Um, but I mean, it, it's, he hasn't been trained to be a warrior. Yeah. I mean, he defends his flocks from animals. I, but... I kind of get that. Um, I have my uh, Kushako bow. Um, and I pull it out, and I just kind of give him a quick rundown, and uh, put notch an arrow, and pull it back, and you know you can see that it is a bit of a work of strength to get it back, and mm -hmm. I aim, and I, you know, just kind of take fire at a just nearby clump of brush kind of thing. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, notch it, pull it back. It's gonna be a bit tough. Uh, just kind of keep it steady. Okay. Keep both eyes open. Aim down down the arrow, and uh, so he takes just it. Let it go. And he's able to pull the string. He's, he's strong enough to that. Um, but he is a horrible shot. Got a natural one. <laughs> uh, he's gonna roll with disadvantage on this. Because he's not trained oh. on it. Yeah. So he he lets it go. It goes wide. Very very wide. Perhaps um, he should stick with what he's familiar with. Yeah, yes. I was just trying to think, keeping him at the back. I'd rather not have a father lose he another son. to use that stick more than I do. Um, how far out do you think we are from the MX? I can, I'll cast a wedding bond on him, hopefully, before we enter combat okay. with these monsters. Just with probably a survival checks that you've yeah, kind of made. <laughs> you're using... Uh, Alton stuff as well. The wounds are probably half half a day, maybe three quarters of a day. Well, hopefully, we will be able to prepare before we enter battle. But I'll try, I'll do my best to uh, keep you safe. Um, I I'm not gonna stop you because of what they did. But we will try to keep bringing back your father alive. Yeah. At this point, all I want is vengeance. So, side note, Devin. So we're still a half a day away from wherever these guys are. The wounds are half a day old, or three quarters of a day old. That doesn't mean that they're that far away. That's okay. just the, the lead they had on us, but well, they could have stopped. Or I think we just get a move on then. Uh, I'd rather not waste daylight if we can catch whatever is here. Uh, uh, Mel, I'm gonna do cure wounds on him. Okay. Um. So. Seven. Okay. He heals a little bit more, and he's looking more and more ready to go physically. Hold on to the bow for now. If you, uh, we'll, I'll get it back when we're done here, just in case you find a need for it. Okay. Trust me, the more you use it, get used to it pretty quick. Sounds good. And he admires the bow in a very, very fine craftsmanship. You were gonna say something. Uh, just, Raina, just let us know when you think about getting close. Absolutely, I'll keep a sharp eye out. Okay. So you guys continue heading northwest, or do you set up camp? Uh, I'd say we keep running along the uh, the tracks. Okay. As long as we 
Got as it. As we can. But it's getting fairly late. You, you probably could travel another couple hours um, yeah. at this point. And keep moving. If it's late, do you think we should stop and rest? Honestly, I would... Uh, considering the situation here, I'd, one, rather not camp, am- camp among the dead. That's not usually well, I thought we were, thing. I thought we had walked for several more hours. But well, I, I don't... You, you could walk. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, I misunderstood. I'd rather not camp among the dead. Uh, let's keep going. If, uh, before it gets too dark, we find a nice location that is a bit more easily defended, I would suggest we, we set up there for the night. So as you guys have kind of lingered and Krog's built these cairns, Malira begins to, to say prayers over them. But they're hastily prepared um, just for the the number and the time you guys have. And so she, she does a very quick ceremony for the dead. Um, and then um, as you guys are beginning to head out... Um, Who's at the front? Just Rainer, or is anyone else? I'll be up front too. Okay. I'm, pretty good I'm always, normal. I'm also always alert to danger. <laughs> That's part of my natural. Just FYI. Go ahead and make uh, perception checks, both of you. Guidance. Twenty-one. Uh, unnatural twenty. Okay. In the fading light, you see coming up over one of the hills on the west side two enormous flying creatures um, and let me give you the actual size of them one second it's a, it's a large creature um, and as it gets closer, um, one of the things that you notice is it has a spiked tail, leathery dragon-like wings, and almost a human-like face. Um, and you hear two enormous roars, um, and they begin just circling above you over and over again and like they spotted us oh they 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 very much know you're there um it's very clear that they know you're there um go ahead and make would would we have time to like do any sort of preparation as we saw them like coming towards us you could maybe do a little bit but i mean we're talking like probably 30 seconds. That's enough time to cast spells and whatever. Yeah. Prep them. Yeah. How, how how far above us are they? Uh, I'd say probably just from the the distance, come cresting the hill. They're probably like 300, 400 feet okay. up. I cast wording bond on our new friend. Okay. So he has resistance to all damage, and I take the other half of the damage. Okay. Got it. And he has extra AC. Um. Whoever's proficient in nature check can make a roll for this. 
hunters and they consume whatever they find and they often hunt in pairs or packs um, and they're not the most intelligent creatures but they're not uh, they're not the the dumbest of beasts either um, do we know any of like they're if they're weak to anything um, no but you you would know that they tend to um, fight from above first, shooting spikes from their tails before they come in and attack. Okay. Well, in the time that recognizing them and seeing them and casting the spell, really what we can to the party. Take cover. <laughs> Do you know what type of creature it is? Monstrosity, as far as I know. Krar, get ready to fight. I ready! And he grabs his club and stands in front of you. Like, <laughs> wherever you try and look, he is in the way. Yeah. Can I use him as, like, half cover or whole cover or whatever? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> sure, why not? What size is he considered? He's large. So if I enlarge him, <laughs> he'd be huge, I believe. <laughs> I'm going to hold an action for my hunter's sense. Just so you know, we probably won't get to the battle tonight. I know. So yeah. we can kind of prepare actions for next time. If there's anything you guys want sure. to do kind of heading up to this, Nothing that's right. absolutely yeah. fine. Nothing Essentially, right now, really. my I, I have hunter's sense where as an action I can choose a creature I can see within 60 feet mm -hmm. um, and immediately learn whether the creature has any damage, immunities, resistances, or vulnerabilities okay. and what they are. Okay. Yeah, so... We'll, we'll, we'll pick up on that next time, but is there anything else you guys want to uh, learn before we close the session? Is there anything around that looks like cover? Uh, there's plenty of boulders. Um, you've got scrub. Um, there, there's lots of scrub all over. I don't want no scrub. <laughs> uh, Devin, I realized that half the party's aid ran out like several hours ago. Can yep. I retcon that because if we were still going into battle, That's fine. I would have Redid that. I, I just assume it's always active. Yeah. So it's fine. Okay. And then I'll cast Warding Vaughn on Rainer. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and in this case, the only time I wouldn't assume it's not active, active is if we do something kind of like the, the ball, um, where you either have to take it an extra rest or something else to, to make sure people have it. So. Dang it. I obviously make sure I have cover. Yeah, find cover. Find cover um, and just kind of keep an eye out. <laughs> protection from evil and good wouldn't do anything with this. It's a I withdrawn my shell. Uh, <laughs> he would have known that they're evil creatures. I know, but it only protects against aberrations, celestials, elements, fey, fiends, and undead. Oh, yeah. So it doesn't protect it's against monstrosities. That's why I asked him if he knew what type. So, who's going for cover? Yes. Uh, yes. yes. Everyone. I'm, also, I'm, I'm. I've got moving cover, I guess. But yeah, <laughs> trying to. I'm trying to herd Krarg to some cover, I guess. I 
love that you guys are going for cover. I, uh, Sherry, oh, was, Sherry was not going to go for cover. He actually wants to cast spells at the things. Okay. Um, I, I also want to try to stay so next to... Um, what did you say his name was? Manila? What's his name? Uh, Malaril. Malaril. M-A-L-E-R-I-L. Uh, yeah, I'm staying next to him. Okay. Try my best to coach him as as we start. <laughs> coach shooting. him on the fly. Yeah. So here's how to use a bow. Here's how to aim. Seconds. Don't shoot me. R- remind me who who I went for cover. You. Uh, you. Did you say I you think did? Every, yeah, I'm everybody did right except for Sheru. Sheru didn't. And, and he's behind. You've got moving natural cover. cover. Well, not exactly natural cover. I'm but trying to move my cover along with kay. the rest of the crew. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> so, um, as you guys head into cover, great. You see, um, you you spook rather a ton of birds. These aren't normal birds. Of course not. Uh, Crow, I go ahead and make a nature check, Kaiji. Oh crap! Yeah, you can. It's like a bunch of hags or something. Ah, uh, that's an eleven. It's enough. Okay. You recognize these very quickly, but not quickly enough. <laughs> these are cockatrice. Oh, um, I, I don't know what that is. So essentially, chicken demons. They're, they're, they're not. They're unaligned, but they. Uh, you know that their bite can paralyze, um, and uh, you have spooked them out of their hiding place, and they see everything as a threat. Um, so, let me roll real quick. Four, mm. One, two, three, four. Those jerks. Okay. Um, Asar, you're fine. Rainer, what's your AC? 17. Okay, you're fine. Uh, Kaiji, you're probably not fine. 13. Um, 13? Yeah. You're fine. He's um, <laughs> fine, I'm not fine. They, they got a 19 for you and an 8 for him. That's lame. So... Kaiji, I need you. Do you need any kind of dexterity check because I know what they are? <laughs> you didn't roll high enough to. All right, all right. Okay, so you take eight points. Uh, sorry, seven points of piercing damage, and I need you to make a Constitution saving throw. <laughs> Which That's eight points of piercing damage. Pretty good. Once I get yeah, it's essentially a, a flock. Swarm monster. Jeez. Ooh, Fourteen. Like Fourteen. Fourteen. It's ridiculous. You succeeded. Um, so you are able to resist the poison in them and not become petrified at this point. Oh. <laughs> and, and these guys are still—they're just gonna peck at us until we leave the cover. Uh, they are a swarm monster. How their design is anything that they feel threatened by, they attack. So, so, we will pick up next time with what happens. If you like listening to Roll Fair, check us out on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. Also, check out our merch store at rollfair.com.